Chiefs will have the same identity and the same hunger for 2020 that they brought into their Super Bowl championship season. That's the sense from Pro Bowl tight end Travis Kelsey. He spoke to several topics with reporters this week, including enjoying the Super Bowl afterglow, dealing with COVID-19, and the inspiration of his stage performance at the Union Station portion of the Super Bowl parade. And although you can't see this, he gave reporters a tour of his expansive shoe closet. We cover this ground on Sportsbeat KC, the Star's daily sports podcast. It's Thursday, May 14th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. After a break, we'll spend a few minutes with new chief defensive end Taco Charlton. The former first-round pick is on his third team in four years, and the former Michigan teammate of Frank Clark hopes this will be his most productive stop. So we begin with Travis Kelsey responding to a question about being the Super Bowl champion. I'm just curious, now that you've been a world champion for a couple months now, three months, what what that's been like? Has it been everything you hoped it was, more or less? And Brad, I'll have a quick follow-up when he's done. Um, I think uh, for the most part, it's um, it's still been pretty surreal. I think the quarantine has made it almost like it was a dream uh, because we haven't been able to go out and see all our family members and uh, and visit everyone like we uh, like we. I don't know. I guess we would if uh, if it wasn't like this. But all in all, uh, the the biggest the biggest thing is that it's very motivating. It's motivating to be able to do it again. Um, I've already got the competitive mindset to to, to gear up and uh, and start the thing all over again. Uh, recreate to help recreate this team, this uh, this team's identity, and um, and moving forward. And we're just excited because we got a lot of the pieces coming back. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, you've been here for a long time. It was a long climb up that hill. How do you uh, how do you keep that hunger? What, what, how do you keep that fire going? It's uh, it's 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 ingrained in this team to fight, man, and uh, and, and to battle their tails off, uh, to work their tails off. Everybody that uh, that I that we played with last year on on the Chiefs, um, they made it fun to come into the office. You know, we uh, we all enjoy being around each other, and I don't see that uh, that chemistry changing or that chem- that camaraderie changing at all, uh, especially with the leaders that we have coming back. Okay, let's go to BJ Kissel. Go ahead, BJ. Hey, Travis. Hope you're uh, hope you're staying safe and enjoying this as best you can, man. Always, BJ. Good to see you, brother. You as well. Hey, there's the idea out there that the teams that handle this quarantine the best, both collectively and individually are going to have the most success in 2020. Just what gives you confidence with this environment that you guys are going through with OTAs right now that, that you are going to be locked in and you are going to be a step ahead despite the fact that you're already defending Super Bowl champs. Just what gives you confidence that this group is going to be ready and they're going to handle this the right way? Well, one, the leaders. The leaders on this team, and uh, that includes Coach Andy Reid uh, at the top. And and, and his... his um, his scheduling, how he's uh, how he's going about uh, this whole quarantine and, and, and the virtual meetings and everything, uh, nothing's really changed in terms of the, the bulk or the load of, uh, of, of installs, um, the load of information that you're going to have to to be ready for once we do get out on the field. And yeah, it makes it a little bit tougher. You don't get the, the opportunity to go out there and run these plays, especially the new plays that, that him and the offensive minds have, have, have put together, but it's going to be a little difficult to, to kind of catch up um, once we get able to get out on the field and, and, and actually be able to 
to uh, perform these plays. But I think it's for the most part, um, these the 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 locker room guys, the core guys, everyone is uh, has the mentality of we got to do this again. You know, it, it 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 doesn't like last year doesn't mean a thing. We've I don't want to say we've erased it because it's still you know it's still fresh on our minds. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it builds confidence and it builds uh, some competitiveness to be able to, you know, repeat. Serene Petro, go ahead, Serene. Uh, yeah, Travis, um, we're watching Major League Baseball try to get going, right? Your guys' season obviously hasn't been disrupted other than not being able to practice. But one of the big topics going on with baseball right now is ownership has their plan for how revenue is going to work. Players aren't sure that they, they like how it's going to work. I know right now you guys aren't facing a delayed season, but that is something that's being talked about. Uh, when the schedule was released, everybody was discussing what if they have to move things back? What if you have to miss games? I'm just curious, you know, has the NFLPA, have you have, as players begun to have conversations about what your expectations are and how you'll handle the finance part of uh, the game if you do miss games, if there aren't fans in the stands and all the things that are being talked about right now? Um, you have to be, you have to be ready for anything at this point, because I mean, who would have thought that this virus would have taken us to the point of even be able to enjoy our daily lives. So, uh, you just got to be ready for anything at this point. Um, that's why everybody's, you know, taking care of their mind and their bodies at home right now. And, uh, and the help is out there if, uh, if you're struggling with going through all of this, but I think moving forward, um, Financially, you just have to be able to to kind of roll with the punches because you know it, it's a it's a rough time. It's not just yourself. It's not just the owners. It's not just the fans. It's everybody. Let's go to Sam Mellinger. Go ahead, Sam. Oop. Sam, can you got us? Got got you now. Yep, we right. got you. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time to to do this, Travis. My question is similar to, to what Seren asked, but more on the, the health side, right? Like there's been, you know, some talk specifically in baseball about, uh, you know, not just the finances, but how to keep everybody healthy and, uh, you know, through potentially, you know, like a contact sport plan. I'm just wondering if you have concerns of that when this thing gets started and, and what your thoughts are, on, you know, toward that line. It's definitely something that you have to, you have to be aware of. It's something you got to be cognizant of. Um, it's, Mentally, mentally, you're not getting that same training. You know, being in the being in the office with Barry Rubes getting one more rep, uh, we're not getting that right now in the offseason. So with that, with that, everything like that going, and you have to take it upon yourself to go that extra mile and take care of your body and make sure that you're, you know, top physical form. But at the same time, you're you're doing all the prehab stuff and the rehab stuff and the physical therapy stuff that really makes the body, you know, uh, safe to go out there and play. Let's go to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Travis, thanks for doing this, man. Um, my question is going to the uh, sort of the virtual meetings that you guys are having. I know you've always been someone who enjoys what Andy and Eric like to create um, from each year. Just in going through those meetings and sort of seeing what the first installs are, just what is your perspective of just having the full coaching staff back and how much that can be a benefit to you guys, even though you can't be on the field? And, my, and the second part of that is, because you guys can't be on the field, what do you feel like you guys as teammates are getting the most out of this situation because it's so new to everybody? Um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult. There's, uh, I think right now the coaches are trying to, you know, um, 
give everyone respect when they have the floor instead of chiming in when, you know what I mean, it's, it's, there's an opportunity to teach. Um, it's hard to just cut somebody off virtually than to come in, chime in, and, and, and speak your piece when, uh, when you're in like a, a regular room, regular uh, football rooms, a football office. So it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a di- different way of learning. It's a different way of teaching. Uh, that guys are just kind of having to to roll with the punches and, and deal with, and you know, with that, I think everything has been as smooth as it can be. You know, all the technical difficulties that we've been having, um, but at the same time, we do have a very, I would say, a veteran group at this point. You know, uh, we grew a lot over the course of the season last year, and with that uh, comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of um, accountability. And, you know, I think uh, guys are going into it with the right mindset because we're all motivated to go and uh, try to run this thing back. Uh, let's go to Nick Schaefer. Go ahead, Nick. All right, Travis, I got a hard hitter here. Um, your your speech right. at the Super Bowl parade, um, it's going to be pretty legendary, I'm sure. What? How much of that was um, planned? How much of that was off the cuff? Uh, how much of that is, I don't know, remembered? Uh, just, uh, just take us through that because we haven't really got the chance to talk to you since then. Yeah, uh, none of that was, like, ever thought of. So I, I just went up there blind. I, I, I asked my brother, I was like, did you did you have some of that stuff thought out? He was like, I knew it was going to talk about my teammates and, and give them praise and, and bring to light the that everybody was hating on us. He said, but I, he didn't know how he was going to say it. He just went up there and started rambling. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Speak from the heart, I guess. So I, I, went, I went out there with knowing that I was going to give uh, give some guys some praise, especially Coach Reed, for him to be able to get one. Um, and then um, El Presidente, Mark Donovan, came up to me before the parade and, and let me know that we're going to make the uh, fight for your right to party the uh, the anthem for every time we score, we score points. So I think it's uh, going into it with that mentality, um, not really knowing what I was going to say, but just speaking from the heart and speaking about my teammates. That was, that was the mindset. I ask Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Travis. Thanks for doing this. Um, I was wondering what something that you just said about uh, the fact that you guys grew a lot during the season. I wonder if you could expand on the specifics of, of ways you noticed that this team grew throughout last season and how maybe that helps going into 2020. Um, I would say I would say started off. Uh, I mean, obviously we started off with a bang. I mean, coming out and putting up 40 on Jacksonville or however much we put up. Um, but even from there, um, handling the ups and downs, you know, the, and handling the adversity throughout games, handling how we're going to change the schemes at halftime, uh, and all in all, just believing in each other, you know, that all that takes its course to the end of the season. And then the playoffs almost start as a brand new season because you got to refocus your mindset because now it's one and done. So it, it, it's it's an entirely different level of competitiveness. It's a different level, level of um, accountability and what you're doing in the office. And I really think that we grew. Um, obviously, you, you can noticeably see the defense grow. Coach Spags, uh, five honey badger, five five. You know, th- these guys help mold what ended up being a championship defense. And not a lot of people saw that in the beginning, but, I mean, you as, as a player, you saw how hard everyone works throughout the week, day to day, and you saw the, you, you could see everyone getting better. And it's not that, you know, 
they weren't good in the beginning. It was just it was a it was a chemistry. It was it was making sure that I'm being accountable for the guy next to me, knowing what the guy next to me is doing. So it's not that anybody was 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 worse in the beginning of the season. It was just coming together, knowing that we had a new system and we had a new way of doing things, um, and just growing with that. And then on the offensive side of the ball, uh, trying to minimize the mistakes, trying to give Pat the opportunity to throw the ball, staying on time as 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 routes um, develop over the course of the season, um, and just making sure that you know we're getting the ball downfield and we're putting up six because three points can uh, can get you in trouble if you're not right, putting guys. up. So, guys, we got a lot of hands up still, and we probably got time for a few more. So we're going to go Pete, Adam, and then James to close us out. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Trap. Uh, thank you again for doing this. Oh. Um, I had two two things. First, last offseason, you missed offseason workouts, and then you went on to have more than 1,200 yards. I was wondering if you could really speak to just how necessary some of this work really is considering your production. And then the other thing was – I know you enjoy life as much as you do football. So I was wondering in this quarantine, what has that allowed you to do when it comes to some of your other interests? Um, well, I'll, I'll jump on the first one or yeah, I'll jump on the first one. So last year, last year I didn't get the opportunity to be involved on field. So I was still getting the mental um, snaps of, of what we were installing, how we were going to run things. And knowing, knowing Coach Reed, he, um, he knew that I was in those meetings, so he installed the plays that were really designed for myself. He, did, he installed them in the offseason to give me time to get these mental reps and see how other guys are running them and give me a better uh, understanding of how I should run them. So it's just, it's, I didn't get the work in, but mentally, I didn't get the physical work in because I was doing the rehab and everything for my ankle. But mentally, I, I'm, I'm always engaged in it. And I think I really learned that uh, my rookie year. My rookie year when I, I had the knee surgery, um, I stuck around. I didn't go. I didn't just jump ship and, and leave and do rehab and then get out of the building in the mornings. I stuck around and wanted to hear these installs, wanted to hear how Coach Reed was teaching these plays. I coached the enemy, wanted the, the plays to – you know, wanted the run game to work. Uh, how Coach Andy Heck wanted us to block and and identify defensive schemes, and all that helped me with the mentality of all right, start mentally with these things, and then you can get out on the field and work physically. And uh, and I've had that mentality through every off season. You know, it's it's a mental grind, but you got to know what you're doing before you go out there and perform. So, uh, with that being said, uh, the quarantine has has given me opportunities to pick up video games again. Um, <laughs> haven't, haven't, I've never played Call of Duty until this, uh, this quarantine and I haven't stopped playing it since. Um, but it's, it's, it's just fun. I mean, having the, having the time to be able to sit back and, and put your feet up, um, dive into a few of the shows you said you wanted to watch uh, a few years back. And, um, I don't know. I'm uh, right now I'm, I'm catching up on all the marbles. So I'm, I'm about halfway through the, the list. I started from, I looked up. Uh, I looked up on Google where I should start and where I should finish on the uh, on the adventures and the marvels and everything, and I'm about halfway through. So I think uh, we and the lady are going to finish that, and that's going to be our quarantine binge. Uh, okay, go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry, but I got to ask. That's a pretty impressive uh, shoe collection you got there behind you. Who's got more shoes? You um, I'm pretty sure I got more shoes. Um, I mean, it goes all the way from the top to the bottom. I'm on just about all sides. Um, I don't know. I think the 
I think I think Adidas is just taking care of Pat pretty well over there. So I don't I don't think he's uh, he's feeling bad about my shoe closet being better thicker than his. All right, James Palmer, you want to close us out? Yeah, thanks, Brad. First off, then Travis, who's your favorite Marvel character so far? What do we got? I mean, I go to sleep thinking I'm Tony Stark now. <laughs> okay, so. perfect. Um, there was a pretty big article about Sammy that just came out um, and about his struggles in Buffalo and kind of what Andy's done. I, I got to take. I got. You know what? I thought twice about that before you get into Sammy and all and all the good stuff. You know what, Star Lord? Yeah, I just started catching up on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Star Lord, man, he's killing it. But go ahead. My you got to look alike, actually. So yeah, I can kind of <laughs> kind of see that a little bit. Um, with the, the big article that kind of came out on, on Sammy and some of his issues and struggles in Buffalo and then how things regrouped in, in, in kind of Kansas City for him with Andy, did he ever talk to you guys about those? Or, and then also kind of talk about your locker room a little bit and it seems like that had an impact on, on him. Um, well, I think, everyone, like I said, everyone really enjoys uh, each other's company. You know, we didn't have too much, uh, you know, tension between players on this team you know and if it was it was always competitive and on the field and in you know in between the lines uh, outside of it in the locker room everyone loves each everyone has fun and that's what made the the entire course of the season uh such a blast and uh and, and accomplishing what we did it was because we did it while we were enjoying you know coming to work every single day um with that being said i mean you never know what a guy is really going through you know, because a lot of guys come in and they flip the switch and now it's business. It's football. It's 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 let me leave what's going on in my life outside of this office so that I can take care of my family. I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. Not saying that that's Sammy's situation by any means, um, because obviously Sammy has a very unique situation at hand. And uh, it's 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 tough to say, you know, how how everybody was feeling. Um Throughout, throughout the ups and downs of last year to this year. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy that, that Sammy feels comfortable enough to be able to to give his perspective on a big platform, knowing how, I don't want to say how quiet the guy is, but he's not very, you know, vocal in terms of how he's feeling or, or what he's doing. It's just who he is, you know, and that's it's, it's all love. But, um, you know, I just feel, I'm just... I'm glad that he feels comfortable enough to be able to release something that's been on his mind for, for what seems like a few years now. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKC offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Hey, we pick it up with new Chiefs defensive end Taco Charlton, who was asked about playing with his friend and former Michigan teammate Frank Clark. Uh, me and Frank were real close. It's like my brother. So it's like my big brother. Um, he's a person uh, in Michigan. He kind of took me under his wing and got it. And um, 
we we continue that friendship, you know, and, and, and brotherhood. Whenever he left, uh, we you know we talk all the time. Um, I usually, I mean, if I'm in LA, I'm usually with him. And, uh, or I, I, you know, I go see him, I link with him, or whatever it may be. So, you know, we we try to train with each other sometime during off season, or see each other wherever it may be. Um, so we well, that friendship and brotherhood has always been there. And uh, us, you know, we always used to joke around about us playing with each other again, and we think we had opportunity. So now, uh, you know, we got the opportunity to play with each other again and uh, and, uh, and and do something special. So I definitely, you know, was on board with that. And uh, like I said, I'm excited. Okay, let's go to Nate Taylor. Nate, go ahead. Thanks, Dr. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I guess I have a, a two-part question for you. Um, when you first saw the scheme or the playbook or just how the, the, the virtual training offseason was going to go, what most excites you and what do you feel like where your skill set would fit within the defense, and how comfortable are you um, with the things that you saw the Chiefs do last year up front with the defensive line, whether it was stunts, um, moving guys around. You know, Spagnuolo's pretty clear about, you know, getting matchups for certain players uh, based on the opponent. Just what did you uh, notice about the team from last year, and what did you most like about the scheme uh, when you got a chance to look at it? Um, I mean, I like I like how uh, much they let the guys attack. They let them go uh, go and play football a lot of the time. But at the end of the day, uh, they let they pass, which is rest the passer. They let um, you know they they send in blitzes, whatever it is. Like I said, it's just a a, a fun, exciting attack and defense. Uh, you know, uh, Coach Spags, he's doing a lot. He does a lot of you know move a lot of a lot of pieces around um, and creating the mismatches uh, that you talk about. So. Um, like I said, I'm excited. Uh, I was able to play in a lot of different defenses, so from a 4-3 attacking defense in Dallas to more of the Patriots defense in Miami. So it was, it, it was a, um, like I said, I've been able to play in two different schemes and really two uh, completely different uh, ways. So uh, by that, I feel like I, I, I can adjust and I'm able to play really whatever defense or whatever scheme you really ask me. I'm able to stand up, able to get the three-point, whatever it really is, I feel comfortable doing whatever you know, task it is. Uh, let's go to Harold Coons. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Taco. Hope you're doing well. Hope the family's safe. Uh, my question to you is, you know, now that you've been on two teams and released a little earlier than you wanted to be on both, especially being drafted from the first one in uh, Dallas, do you see this as kind of a final opportunity to resurrect your career uh, and going forward to reach that potential that you had as a, a first-round draft pick? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess you could say that. Uh, I mean, like I said, my my foot, like I said, I'm giving, all, you know, my foot's on the gas in this one. Uh, you know, all effort. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, I gave my full effort everywhere I've been. Uh, you know, in all situations, uh, you know, things came to an end. Uh, I, I, it was kind of mutual in both situations, so it really wasn't much of a surprise in, in either or. So. Uh, but um, like I said, either or, like I said, God let me in. I feel like this is the best situation for me to see. Uh, like I said, uh, that's why I wanted to come here. That's why, you know, when, uh, you know, Frank brought up the idea, I was, you know, excited. I was uh, kind of, you know, jumping at it. And this is like, I said, this is a place where I wanted to be. And um, I'm excited to be here and uh, see what I can add to this defense. Okay, let's go to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Taco. Welcome to KC. Um, you know, Frank has talked about the role that Coach Madison played in helping him develop as a player. And just curious about your time at Michigan and playing for Coach Madison. What is it that you feel like that maybe he can bring out in D linemen to help them grow and mature? And what specific did you learn from him? 
uh, uh, Coach Matty, uh, he's he's a guy who's coached many many players uh, who's very talented. Uh, he's put a lot of guys in the, in the NFL, and uh, he's done it you know year in year out. Um, like I said, he's he he'll break you down. He'll he'll, he'll make sure you know the fundamentals of this game. And like I said, you'll know how to play football the right way. Um, definitely, especially from run stopping to effort to everything a coach wants to see in the NFL. Like I said, he makes sure he uh, his guys is given that um, day in and day out. Especially like I said, from effort, um, you know, say being able to stop the run, and then like I said, and then and then like I said, going in the pass rusher. Um, especially, yeah, and, and that's something that we were able to kind of nurture out with, especially with competition with the guys he brought in. That'll do it for today. Thanks to the production staff of Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Wells, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Links to stories about Travis Kelsey and Taco Charlton can be found in the show notes. Hey, earlier in the episode, you heard me talk about the Sports Pass offer, and it's still a good one. 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage. Here's an even better offer. Buy the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, and the details can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. That's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. Hey, and there's something else. Maybe you already subscribe and you want to help more. You can do that. Here's how. A tax-deductible contribution to the star. For the past two and a half months, no one has covered or told the story of the Kansas City area during the pandemic like the star. So to donate, go to GiveButter, that's G-I-V-E-B-U-T-T-E-R, GiveButter.com slash Kansas City Star. All help is greatly appreciated, whether it's the sports pass, the full subscription, or a donation. You're helping us with our news coverage and helping us deliver products like Sports Beat KC. Hey, thanks for listening. <music>